Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 361. I am recording on Boxing Day, which is December 26th, the day after Christmas. A little bit of history here for Boxing Day. It is traditionally celebrated in the United Kingdom, as well as countries like Canada and Australia, who have a close historical connection to the UK. And it was called this because, I guess, the house servants, the butlers and the maids that you see on the fancy uh, shows like Downton Abbey, I guess they worked on Christmas because you know, there was a feast and they had to serve the household. Well, December 26th, they got that day off. And it was on that date that they were presented with a Christmas gift box. Therefore, it is called Boxing Day. The upshot of it is that it is a big holiday in those aforementioned countries. And what it allowed me to do today was to watch some soccer this morning. The Italian soccer, watching uh, a pretty exciting game, Juventus, which is where Ronaldo plays. They were playing Atalanta to an exciting, scintillating, really, tie. Yes, I know, a tie, scintillating. But throughout this day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And as always, I am very glad you are here with me whatever time it is, whatever place it is that you're listening to this, so that I can share my experience of God today. Well, I went for another walk today, and it was gorgeous. It was bright, very bright, like sunglasses bright, mild, probably 35, 40, clear, just a very, very nice day. And as I said on my podcast the other day, I like to entice myself, reward myself to walk by listening to audiobooks. Typically, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving or doing the dishes or other times. I reserve the audiobooks for walking. And again, it's a nice encouragement because especially if there's an audiobook that I'm listening to that I'm really engaged in and excited about, I'm going to want to take a walk just so I can hear it. And I think I am in one of those books right now. The other day I mentioned um, Born a Crime, which is by Trevor Noah. Now, that is the Noah in the episode title. Yes, I I try to create episode titles that um, are a little bit curious or puzzling so that you, dear listener, are drawn in and want to listen to say, what is he going on about? Well, that is the Noah, not Noah of the Ark fame. It is Trevor Noah. And as I was listening to more of his story today, quick little background for those who didn't hear the podcast the other day, Trevor Noah is the host of The Daily Show. He was born in South Africa, I believe in 1984. His mother was black. His father was a white European expat. So hence the born a crime, because from the moment he entered into the world, because he was classified as colored, which was the classification in the apartheid era, he was illegal. 
And as he tells more of his autobiography, as I was listening to it today, read by him, it is really clear that he's telling two stories. He's telling his own story, his story of his life, his autobiography, and he's also telling the story of pre-apartheid South Africa. Now, it's not really a history book. He has, in the parts that I've listened to, which is about the first hour and a half of about eight hours or so, he has given a little bit of history of South Africa and apartheid, but mostly it is enough to just kind of fill in the blanks up to his birth. Now, his birth year was interesting because Mandela, Mandela and apartheid, Mandela gets released from prison and apartheid begins to crumble about 10 years or so later. So he has early childhood apartheid memories, but then as he is moving into his um, school age years, he is really witnessing to the fall of apartheid and the end of apartheid. And again, I was struck by the fact that his story, his personal story, intertwines with the story of this country, this very unique country, this country that was colonized by the Dutch and then eventually the British occupied it, this country that had what Noah calls the most perfect system of oppression and um, racism that was apartheid, and this country that emerged from that relatively, not completely, but relatively peacefully, at least avoiding a full-on civil war between the different races in the country. And um, it's really fascinating to hear him tell stories about the townships. He, His grandmother was in the Soweto township, and um, to describe how the township was set up and how he had to sneak from place to place and how there were no stores in this um, township of over a million people living in this rather compact area, how they resourcefully came up with solutions to the lack of, um, of um, even things we take for granted like running water and adequate toilets and shops and restaurants and bars and other comforts of life and how they addressed the lack of that. So he does tell a funny little sub story and I will relate that after the break. So please stay with me and listen after the break to Trevor Noah and the day that he pooped on the floor. So thanks for sticking with me through the break. So I'm not going to relate the whole story, but it was a very funny story. And it really illustrated, again, a greater story. Now, I'll spare you all the details, but here's the story. So apparently there was one toilet in the township in which um, Noah's grandmother lived. And it was a public, basically very, very sparse outhouse. And 
Noah tells about why he hated to go there. And he said there was one afternoon where he um, was home and it was raining and it was windy and he did not want to go out to the outhouse. And he was by himself, essentially. His grandmother was there, but she was asleep. And he um, had this idea that he would get newspaper out and just like a puppy, he would poop on the newspaper. And the story goes on. And I would encourage you to listen to the audiobook if you could or read it because the story goes on and on and it's very funny and he just describes it in such a crazy way. And eventually what ends up happening is his mom comes back and finds this, he calls it this little, this little kid turd, this little boy turd is what Noah calls it in this newspaper that's wrapped up and in the, and in the trash bin. And since Noah is afraid to confess to causing it, the neighbors or well, the mom and then the neighbors think that it's witchcraft and that that was the physical symbol of witchcraft. And Noah goes on to describe how they gather the township neighbors together and there's a prayer and they're singing and there's praise and um, just a very dramatic scene that illustrates life in this place of, of oppression, really, and how Noah, again, his story intersects with that story. Well, this got me thinking about Christmas and salvation history, which we Christians believe is God working within creation, God creating everything and God then bringing everything to fruition, to salvation through Christ and Christ's presence in the world. And this is something that I've talked about a number of times already on this podcast But I guess what I was thinking about today was our own story, my story and your story, and how the various threads of our lives are part of a bigger story, God's story, and how the story of creation, the billions of years of created history, how we are one part of that and how we are co-creators with God in that story of creation. You know, I don't always remember things from homilies that I hear, but there was one really great line that has stuck with me. And I don't know if this was original. I don't know if the, the pastor was coming up with this on his own, but here's the line. In a little bit of background. You know, so often we think about the mission of the church, right? What is the mission of this parish? We have a mission statement and what is our mission, right? And individually, we often think of where is God in my life? You know, what is God doing in my own life and where can I find God and where can I experience God? But what this, this, this pastor pointed out was it's not that God's church has a mission. It's not that my life or God is within my story. 
flipping both of those around, it is that God's mission has a church. So it's not that God's church has a mission. It's that God's mission has a church. And it's not where is God in my story, but where am I and where are you? Where are we in God's greater story that continues to be written moment by moment, day by day, hour by hour, year by year, etc. in the lives of every living human being now and who has come before us. So Christmas is about that. It's about where are we in that ongoing story that took a dramatic shift in the Christmas narrative, but continues to grow and shift every time Christ is born within us and Christ is born within the church and within all of creation. So think about those questions for a minute. Which do you tend to think? Do you tend to focus on that question, where is God in my story? Or do you think the other way around? Could you think more the other way around? Where am I in God's story? What are the differences between those two dif- those two perspectives? And which one might you reflect on even more during this holy Christmas season? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.